and welcome to Creeps and Crime Storytime. My name is Charlie. My name is Sophie. And today we are here with another case, obviously, because this is a new episode. It's what we're here for, right? <laughs> so I'll get straight in. Sure thing. Today is yeah. some more fucking crime Whoopee. because that's why we're all here. Mm-hmm. Um, today's case is one that I'm sure everyone will have heard of already. It's one I definitely know of. Yeah, but once I I'm actually, like, you know what? I actually I know what told this Sophie is. this time. Yeah, because usually she doesn't want to know until we record, so mm-hmm. then we can have like a bam. It's like it was a surprise, yay! Um, but this is this time I know around. Yeah, this I time I told her what, what it was. Yeah. Um, so this case made headlines around the world in 2015, and as more and more information came out, the picture that began to unfold just became more bizarre and tragic. But yeah. before we get to 2015, we have mm. to start with a couple. So Emma and Claude Petrie married in Louisiana and had quite a large family. Yeah. They had seven children. Wow, that's a I've lot. I've seen a lot of that's places online record that they had six children, but actually yeah. they had seven and one of them died. Oh, is that why one gets missed off? Because they yeah. pass away. Yeah, so I'm not quite, quite sure why young. they say that we only had six kids. Because, like, no, nah, I'm pretty sure they had seven. Maybe it's easier to just say and then have to explain, oh, yeah, this one passed away. I don't know. Through I just whatever think circumstance. I just... I don't know. I'm not sure why. No, I mean, like, online sources oh, say, oh, yeah, so... They like, just gloss over it. Basically, yeah. But I found out that they actually had seven and one of them died. Oh, right. Um, okay. So they had seven children. Claude Jr. was the eldest, followed by Claudia... Evans, Tate, Dola, Todd, and Claudine. Todd was the one that died. Oh. So the family kept getting bigger, and Emma would eventually, Emma and Claude would eventually have 17 grandchildren. <laughs> I can see 17 children. Oh, I was Jesus. like, okay, that's, that's, that's too many. Too that's, that's, that's excessive. Too many children. Put it away. <laughs> just, just, like, stop fucking. Like, yeah. too many kids. <laughs> so the thing is, Emma, the mom, she yeah. did not always manage to keep herself on the straight and narrow. No. Narrow? Narrow. <laughs> she had a bit of an affinity for petty crime. Oh, great. Her husband, Claude, can't actually count the number of times they ended up in court because she got caught shoplifting. Oh, my God. She just That's was embarrassing. shit. Oh, no. So, also, this is cringy. She what? used to go to laundromats around where they lived and no. would steal other people's clothes <gasps> while they went out. That's gross. Yeah. No. Um, Laundromats look so fun, but if someone stole my pants, I'd be out for blood. I mean, I'd be, oh if God, I ever used a public laundromat, I'd be really paranoid that my I mean, clothes would get stolen. I mean, I'd also stare at the washer and wait until it's done. Yeah, I'd I be really paranoid it. about it. Yeah. So, I mean, she didn't just do this sort of thing to strangers either, because mm. Claude Riviera told me when I said that, <laughs> she stole her family's pants. <laughs> Technically, that's kind of her pants. No, but she, she actually stole between three and four thousand dollars from her father-in-law. What? Why? Yeah, so this woman what? was just stealing left, right, and center. Like, anything that wasn't nailed down, she get would just take job. it. Get a job. She can't get a job. She's going to take care of seven kids. Yeah, well, just do something other than steal. She didn't, though. So, the thing is, it's not her that we want to discuss. They're all seven homeschooled. I don't know about, I mean... Part-time jobs. <laughs> help so, a lot. They pay the bills. So, it's not her, though, that we want to discuss. Even though she did lots of crime. Okay. We want to discuss one of her children. Yes. Her youngest daughter, Claudine, was born in 1967. Mm. She liked to be called Dee Dee. Not Jolene? What? It rhymes with Claudine. Claudine or Jolene. I mean, it doesn't yeah. quite rhyme, but it's Claudine. close. Claudine. <laughs> I hate that song so much. Jolene. <laughs> it's literally... I'll I sing just that in the car. Do not fucking <laughs> sing that for 
I hate that song so much. I mean, Dolly Parton seems like a real swell gal. She's great. But just a song about how you're begging another woman not to take your man. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, ditch the man. Like, ditch the man. (laughs) Smack the woman in the face. Like, (laughs) be done. Just be done. But that's not the point. So, Claudine. Yes. Was born in 1967. She liked to be called Dee Dee and she was massively fucking spoiled. Yeah. She was kind of a dick. Oh, gosh. So okay. she didn't like it when things didn't go her way. I she didn't would know have this. massive temper tantrums. Okay. And in an interview with HBO, her father, Claude, yeah. said that one of the things he was firm about when they were growing up mm-hmm. was that he didn't want any dogs in the house. No dogs. That was something. I mean, I disagree I mean, with that on an emotional I level. I disagree with it because that's boring. But that's something but that he was firm. He was like, no fucking rule. dogs. Okay. So Claudine Fine. made life really difficult for the family and they ended up with two dogs. I want a dog. But I think okay. it was more than just, I want a dog. It's I think like, she was I've just a, a massive asshole. Was she? Yeah. Ooh. Like, massive. Yeah, I didn't know this bit. I didn't know that she was like a little butthead. Oh, she was a fucking asshole when she was a kid, apparently. So it seems that Claudine was not always very nice to other members of her family. Her siblings don't want anything to do with her currently. So like at the moment, they're like, who is that? (gasps) They're like full on, like, fuck her. Like, she's dead to me. And her dad, Claude, doesn't have anything nice to say about her either. Like literally no nice words. Wow. Okay. At all. And she definitely seemed to take after her mom, Emma, when it came to feeling entitled to other people's things. Mm, yeah. So according to her family members, she would steal things from her family, from them, which can't be good for keeping a healthy relationship with the people you live with. Definitely not. So as she was growing up and living there, if things didn't go her way, she'd just take things from people to That's be like, really fuck rude. you. Yeah. It's so unhealthy. And creepy. It's just... Like, there's no do you want to know how it gets creepier? Did she so, set something on fire? No. Did she pee herself? This is... We're not going into a dog triad territory here. Thank However, God. when she was finished with school, she started working as a nurse's aide. No. Yeah. No. Yep. No. Yep. <laughs> no. So she Tell really had an affinity for remembering details, and it made keeping track of medications and symptoms of patients very easy. She was good at it, and she seemed genuinely interested in medicine and the medical field as a whole, despite having no educational background in the field or any qualifications whatsoever. Right. Having a genuine passion for something genuine is good. Genuine passion is great. But however, yeah. We know where this goes. I feel like there's a massive however here. Yeah. So, so no. when she was 24, in the latter part of 1990, Claudine fell pregnant with her boyfriend at the time. I was going to say with the man mm. she had been dating, but I can't refer to him as a man because yeah. he was 17. Oh, gosh. Yeah. He's, he's a, young, a young boy. He's a youth. <laughs> so she was like fucking a kid, basically. That's gross. So oh. her boyfriend's name is Rod Blanchard, and they kept the baby. Okay. In an interview with HBO years later, Rod told the interviewer how they got married in the South, where they grew up. That's just what you did. You got a girl pregnant, you married her. Can you marry someone at seventeen in the states? Apparently. Or do you have to be older? They got married, so I'm guessing. Yeah. Okay. Um, just checking. <laughs> However, their marriage was not to be. Unsurprisingly, Rod realised that he married Claudine for what he calls the wrong reasons. They were smart <laughs> enough to separate, and their baby was born shortly after the separation. Okay. Claudine loved the name Gypsy, and as Rod was a huge fan of Guns N' Roses, the name Rose <laughs> stuck too. I, I can just say he has a great taste in music. I also yeah, love Guns N' Roses. And, and that's where it stops. And that's, that's where the good taste that's stops. That's where the good taste stops. He conceived I mean, you with know this what? I'm just going to say, like, yeah, he made a poor choice to stick it in this woman when he was seven 
seventeen, but he actually is a stand-up dude. Yeah. So and he was also seventeen. At the he time. was seventeen. I mean, we've all made poor decisions when we were seventeen. But like, yeah. the more I learned about him, he's mm-hmm. actually a really good guy. Oh, so I actually really like Rod Blanchard. He seems like. Are we rooting for him? I'm rooting for him. Okay. He's really fucking cool. Awesome. Um, so the little girl was named Gypsy Rose Blanchard which is a name that will be known all over the world some 25 years later. Mm -hmm. Claudine was not completely over Rod leaving her, and she tried to get him to come back to her multiple times. Did she steal his stuff? Probably. Like socks? I Probably, I don't know. Or the left socks when she just took him. was like, you need me. There's no sources of this, but I would not doubt it whatsoever. So, I mean, he resisted her charms each time, and she eventually took Gypsy Rose to live with her parents instead. Rod, however, wanted to be there for his daughter, he paid over a thousand dollars child support every month. Wow. He bought her gifts every Christmas and birthday. Oh my gosh. He wanted to be a positive force in his child's life. He just didn't want to be in a relationship with his daughter's mother. Yeah. Which is like I can see ten that. out of ten. Like he's doing his best. Yeah, like if a relationship well, doesn't work, he, that he is literally the best thing you can do. He's yeah, trying his best to support most. his kid. Mm-hmm. He's trying his best. Yeah. And he would frequently like visit her and spend time with her and there's like oh. lots of photos of them together while Gypsy Rose is younger. And it's just like he really was sweet. doing his best. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like I said, he's fully got my backing in this story. Yeah, awesome. He's got my. The too. first instance of Claudine or Dee. I'm going to refer to her as both Claudine and Dee Dee in this. Okay. Because I just wanted to make things difficult for everyone. As this goes along, I will refer to her as Dee Dee more frequently. So okay. eventually, I phase out Claudine yeah. as she starts to get more and more crazy. Yeah. She just goes to Dee Dee. She becomes So Didi. the first instance of her bizarre Munchausen syndrome by proxy presented itself when Gypsy Rose was just three months old. Hmm. Okay. Three months. So Dee Dee told her ex-husband Rod that their tiny baby girl had sleep apnea and needed a machine to help her breathe while she was asleep. Right. Gypsy did get tested for this in hospital and each test was negative. But Dee Dee decided that she knew better than the doctors and got Gypsy Ugh. a breathing machine anyway. I hate this. If you hate it now, you are yeah, gonna I hate do, where it, it goes. But it just—it's like you don't know more than the several medical professionals that have just told you. I no. think she knows that she didn't know more. She just wanted it. Yeah, I know. But it's but just it's like she's saying, "Oh, they're wrong. I'm right because I want this." Yeah, that attitude is—it's is, fucking bonkers. Is what pisses me off the most about it, and I know it escalates. I know this gets worse. I, I really hope I can find out some things that you don't know. You already have. Hey! hey. <laughs> Research! <laughs> so, from here, the list of medical problems that plagued Gypsy only began to grow. Mm-hmm. This could have been bolstered by the fact that when she took Gypsy to doctors and hospitals in the future, she presented the breathing machine as evidence that her baby was sick and mm-hmm. they believed her. Yeah. She was able to get treatment for Gypsy with her lie about sleep apnea and it was working. She'd been bullshitting her family for her whole life when it came to taking things from them. Now she was able to deceive medical professionals in positions of power. Yeah, I suppose once you've convinced one person that's got an ounce of credibility, you can do that to, like, a lot of other people. Exactly. If you have the confidence to walk in and just bullshit someone... Get the footing and then just go from there. Exactly. And she was brazen enough to do it and it worked over and over again. Mm -hmm. She spun her next story that Gypsy had a chromosomal disorder... This would mean that Gypsy would have problems with basically every function in her body. Wow. So she basically said that she has a problem with her chromosomes. So oh. so the, the parts of her matter that make up who she is. So that was what was wrong. That's So it important. would eventually break down every function that her body has as she gets older. You've got to give that attention. That's so sweet. she told this to her ex-husband and Gypsy's 
father Rod that their daughter's condition would keep deteriorating and I think that this was to pave the way for the lies that she would spend the rest of her life telling oh, definitely. so if she sets yeah. up the her condition is going to get worse and it's going to be all kinds of things that are going to get and worse definitely then permanent. she has the room to sort of make up whatever she wants yeah it's wide enough scope to branch out in any direction and every direction. Exactly, and that's exactly mm-hmm. what she did. So yeah. as Gypsy Rose got older, the list of medical conditions got longer. As a toddler, Dee Dee claimed that Gypsy suffered with muscular dystrophy and needed to use a walker. There's a video of Gypsy. I'll put a link to it if I can find it in the um, in the show notes. Mm. It's hard to tell her age, but it's dated at about kindergarten age, so she's about five. Oh. She's in a dance class with other children, and they're all dancing in a line, and she's in the middle on the floor. Oh. So knowing that there's nothing wrong with her and that Gypsy couldn't join in the dance is heartbreaking. There's absolutely no reason why she had to be singled out to roll around on the floor instead of dancing with her peers. It's really sad that she didn't know she would have been able to do it. She had no fucking idea. Because she listened to her mum. She trusted her mum. So Dee Dee had convinced her that she couldn't walk and needed the walker. Gypsy just couldn't do it. Muscular dystrophy is obviously a very serious condition of which there is no known cure and it's usually genetic. So according to the NHS website, quote, it causes muscles to gradually weaken, leading to an increasing level of disability, end quote. That's scary. It's fucking terrifying. uh, So depending on the type of muscular dystrophy that a person has, it can affect life expectancy. Some types of muscular dystrophy weaken the heart muscles as the person gets older, making it more likely the person will suffer cardiac arrest and die. I'm not sure exactly what kind of muscular dystrophy that Claudine claimed Gypsy Rose had, but it became one of the main features included in Claudine's lies, and the little girl had to use a walker to get around from when she was just five years old at her mother's insistence. So the muscular dystrophy became sort of like one of the hubs of illnesses. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the chromosomal disorder and the muscular dystrophy were like the two sort of building blocks that Claudine would then build all the other things on. Mm -hmm. So... The chromosomal disorder meant that she would deteriorate. The muscular dystrophy would mean that she couldn't walk properly and she needed, like, the sort of Zimmer frame-style walker to get around. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, those two things, just straight off the bat, got a lot of attention and sympathy from people. Yeah, and you don't even think to question something like that when you oh, see no, it. Oh, no, no, you don't even Especially think about it. You just think, oh, my God, that's so it, tragic. Think, yeah. So, I mean, we don't know exactly when Dee Dee pulled her daughter out of school, but the little girl stopped attending school at a young age. Mm. Because of the lies that Dee Dee was telling about Gypsy's age, we can't sure exactly how old she was. Because Dee Dee was also... She spent a lot of her time telling people that Gypsy was younger than she was. Oh, yeah. Like it was lot. really weird. So yeah. she did it a lot as she got older. Mm-hmm. Um, but that meant that when certain life events happened, like her getting pulled out of school, we don't know how old she was because she'd always change the age around to suit whatever narrative she was spinning at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, multiple sources do say that Gypsy was just finished with kindergarten when she began to get homeschooled. So we think that it's kind of that age. Okay. Um, and... Yeah, so her daughter couldn't attend school because of her disabilities, illnesses, and allergies. But it seems as though this was another method for Dee Dee to control Gypsy. Oh, definitely. As the little girl began to get older, would she let slip to one of her classmates that she could walk? If Gypsy went to school, that would be six hours a day where Dee Dee couldn't keep an eye on her. And she couldn't control her. She couldn't control her. It would be much easier for Dee Dee to keep up her complicated ruse if the child was kept in her company 24 hours a day. That's creepy as However... Dee Dee didn't seem to be massively interested in educating her daughter because, according to Gypsy, she taught herself to read using Harry Potter books. Wow. 
I mean, that's which sad, is but which on. is sad but brilliant. Like, yeah. well done for you for teaching yourself to fucking read. That's a but it's up, that's a it's path. terrible shame that you had to. Yeah, you shouldn't be in that situation. While all this was going on, Dee Dee's mother Emma was not doing too well herself, health wise. Mm. So she was almost entirely confined to her bed and was struggling to take care of herself. The responsibility to take care of Emma primarily fell on Dee Dee. This is because she didn't have a job. So Dee Dee and Gypsy lived off social security that they got for all of Gypsy's supposed illnesses. So Dee Dee had plenty of time to take care of her mother. And obviously the two were living with her mum and dad. So this is like um, Gypsy's grandmother? Yes. Okay. So however, some family members suspect that when Emma ultimately passed away in June 1997, that her daughter Dee Dee might have had something to do with it. Do you have any more on that? I might. Yay! So several family members are interviewed in the HBO documentary and all of them have an opinion about what happened here. None of the opinions are good. Rob's new wife and Gypsy's stepmother, Christy, says this. Dee Dee wasn't, I mean, quote, Dee Dee wasn't giving her anything to eat. I asked her sister, you know, I was like, I hate to ask this, but do you think Dee Dee had anything to do with her mum's death? And she said, you know, now I wonder, end quote. So that's from Rob's... Like, like Rob remarried after he split up with Dee Dee. Yeah. And that's his new wife, who seems to be quite involved with Gypsy. Like, as much as she's allowed to be involved mm. from Dee Dee, of course, she yeah. does seem to, like, really give a shit, basically. Yes. So, like, her and Rob have been trying their best mm-hmm. for Gypsy. Doing what they can. Yeah. And they, they just seem like good people. Um, Dee Dee's dad, Claude, remarried after Emma passed away. And his new wife, Laura, also thinks that Dee Dee was responsible for Emma's death. Okay. She says, quote... To leave your mama dirty and asking for food and not wanting to feed her, that's evil, end quote. That is evil. That's so sad yeah. for that mother to just be bedridden and wait exactly. and hope your so, takes care of you. So, yeah, so she she's doesn't. bedridden, and from what that's the family horrible. have said, it seems as though it was Dee Dee's job to take care of her, and Dee Dee just didn't feed her, didn't clean her, just literally left her in that bed to die. That's fucking horrible. It is fucking I'm, horrible. I'm at a loss for words. I think even though, like, obviously Emma didn't seem to be a very... I mean, I obviously never met her, but she did commit a lot of petty crimes. She yeah. stole things, she stole from laundromats, she stole money, she lied about lots of things. But nobody deserves to die like that. Not at all. That's horrible. No. Yeah. Especially when your own family is supposed to be taking care of you. Mm-hmm. If you can't rely on your family, then what do you have? You've got no one. It's fucked. So, I mean, I did look up her obituary and there isn't a cause of death listed. Um, It doesn't seem as though any kind of official investigation was ever done. It just seemed as though it was one of those, oh, she died at home. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it it was very much an okay. Um, I haven't been able to find an official stance on what killed her. I don't think it was looked into. Hmm. The family did have their suspicions and I think that as time went on, yeah. Dee Dee's treatment of her own daughter got worse. The suspicions got worse. Oh, yeah. So when There's people began, yeah. So it. when people began to see how she was treating Gypsy, yeah. I think some light bulbs were turning on, and people were like, "Oh fuck!" The orange flags became red ones. Yeah, so like shit. It's been there all along. How so did I see that? It wasn't long after Emma passed away that Dee Dee began to demand that Gypsy used a wheelchair exclusively. Ah. I have to wonder if because there wasn't a very sick person to control, if Dee Dee wanted her own daughter to be more sick 
so that yeah. she could be more in charge. And get more attention. Exactly. So once again, we can't be 100% sure of her age here as Dee Dee changed it a lot to suit her. But Gypsy was around seven years old when she was put in a wheelchair full time. <gasps> so small. It's fucking small. So this came about as Gypsy was in a motorcycle accident with her granddad, Dee Dee's dad, Claude, and Gypsy was injured. I just want to say it was not a serious injury. She literally mm. came off the bike and Gypsy just had a scraped knee. She didn't oh. even require any medical treatment. Oh, so they, so however That's that didn't, look yet. however that didn't stop Dee Dee from taking her daughter to hospital because she tried to just get as much medical treatment and attention out of the incident as possible. Yeah. After declining to give Gypsy or as any treatment for her scraped knee, hospitals <laughs> allowed them to go home, which <laughs> is like fair enough. And you scraped of your course. Knee, go home. Claudine was not happy about this, and she decided that Gypsy needed to use the wheelchair instead of the walker to get around. That's so ridiculous. As well as being impaired by her supposed muscular dystrophy, Claudine had decided that Gypsy was now paralyzed from the motorcycle incident from the waist down. Oh my god. Gypsy would remain in the wheelchair full time from then onwards because Dee Dee told her daughter that the wheelchair was from the doctors and she had to use it. What a bitch. Basically, yeah. Like, I'm sorry if that's just rude, but... No, it's not rude. Bitch. (laughs) That's disgusting to do that to your own child. Exactly. Fuck it. So another member of the family, Bobby Petrie, and he's Gypsy's cousin, has spoken out a few times about his experiences with Dee Dee and Gypsy. In an interview with thethoughtcatalogue.com, he revealed that sometimes members of the extended family had seen Gypsy walking without aid. Wow. And and Dee Dee was never happy about it. So she always shouted at her to get back in the wheelchair. That's nasty. She's nasty. Get back in that chair. She's I just a fucking happened. bitch. So yeah. he spoke of one incident where Gypsy was bouncing on a trampoline. Oh, Once she saw cute. her mother coming, she oh, actually shit. collapsed and crawled back to the wheelchair as though she was really paralyzed. Oh my God. That's... The fear. The yeah, fucking fear. She my was just bouncing sang. around like a happy little kid and she sees yeah. this woman coming and literally collapses to the ground and drags herself across the grass. When you're that age chair. on a trampoline, it's a happy, innocent thing, but to have to like switch yourself out of that mindset and be like, fuck, gotta get back in the chair where she won't, you know, kick off and go absolutely bananas isn't something she should have to experience. No, nobody should. It's That's horrific. Sad. I've tried to find which year Claude remarried, but all of my attempts have been locked behind paywalls or filing an official request for documents, which takes a long time. And oh, I didn't yeah, really have a lot of time. Mm. Basically, I do know that Claude remarried Laura, Dee Dee's stepmother, and Dee Dee and Gypsy both moved in with them. Okay. So he got married again after she probably killed her own mom. Yeah. And then she moved in with him and the new wife. It must have been awkward. With... Yeah. You killed my mom and you've like detained your own child to a wheelchair. Come on in. No, you mean you killed my wife. Come on in. Wife. Yeah. It's her it's her mum, not his. Yeah, yeah. So basically Dee Dee began to derail a little more at this point. How? As if stuffing <laughs> her own daughter into a wheelchair and forbidding her from walking wasn't bad enough. Dee Dee now began to tell people that Gypsy had epilepsy. <gasps> I was waiting for you to be outraged. Yeah. <laughs> she. Oh, so bitch. she nope. took Gypsy to doctors and told them that she was having frequent seizures and Gypsy was put on anti seizure medication. That's so damaging, potentially. It, yeah. Jesus, oh, no, yeah. that can be so severe. Yeah. Dear so, organs. Oh, it is. Yeah. So she would keep Gypsy indoors most of the time, not oh, allowing her to do out. anything by herself, <laughs> and didn't feed her enough so that the mal- so that the malnourishment made mm-hmm. her look ill. Yeah, exactly. She literally it starved her intentionally. For, oh, the muscular dystrophy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. etc. But no, she was just starving her, just plain old starvation. So she frequently told people that Gypsy was younger than she actually was and that mm-hmm. she had learning difficulties. So by the time, like, I'm skipping ahead a little bit here, but yeah. by the time Gypsy was, like, a late teenager... 
not only did she not know how old she was, but she thought she had the mental capacity of a seven-year-old. Yeah, she'll have been, like, completely brainwashed at this point. Completely. Like, she doesn't know who she is, the fact that there is a who she is. Yeah. Or anything. Dee Dee also began began to get into trouble for writing bad checks. It seems as though her childhood yeah. habit of taking things from her family was not something she grew out of, as she began to defraud people as an adult as well. Gross. Gross. After Dee Dee and Gypsy had been living with Claude and Laura for some time, mm-hmm. Laura began to get ill. Oh, no. She's been poisoned, guys. She ended up bedridden for nine whole months. Oh, shit, she's going to get starved. And the family began no. to... <laughs> no. Your fucking reaction no, no. to this. Stop right there. <laughs> Did you <laughs> know about this? this? I, I, I know, no, I, I don't, feel like but it... I remember bits, but I don't actually know specifically what happens Okay, okay. I just get a feeling because history repeats itself. History does creeps. repeat itself. And she's so... already had great practice with her mother. Oh, yeah, so, so this woman has been practicing fucking forever. Yeah. So the family began to notice that it was mostly Dee Dee who prepared all of Laura's food. <laughs> of course it was. Yeah, so they began to suspect that Dee Dee might be responsible for Laura's ill health. And they accused her of putting Roundup, a weed killer, in Laura's <gasps> food. They were like, oh, you're scary. putting weed killer in her fucking food, bitch. Yeah, and this was the point the when Dee Dee's family had had enough. Ooh. So at a family gathering, oh, they called out Dee Dee on her strange treatment of Gypsy Rose and also addressed how Laura was getting sicker and sicker. Yeah. Dee Dee was estranged from the family, kicked out of the house and forced to live on her own. Oh my God. I, However, unfortunately, Gypsy went with her. Yeah, I kind of so wondered. I mean, yeah. it was a rather unexpected turn of events, and yeah. you know, like I'm sure everyone was shocked when Laura began to get better as soon as Dee Dee left the family home. I'm, I'm just glad to hear she didn't. Yeah, die. so she recovered and That's she's lovely. fine. But she yeah. almost got murdered. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for everyone to round up and suspect one family round member. Round up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That is. That's. That's a but they were all like take. bitches you and they're like it's no coincidence and they, they and went she's for like it. it's not me but I'm just gonna leave anyway yeah because I'm bye because <laughs> I'm so innocent <laughs> yeah. so once kicked out of the family home Dee Dee took Gypsy and they moved to Slidell because of the social security payments that Dee Dee received for Gypsy's disabilities they were able to get public housing Ooh. they lived off public assistance money and the child support payments that Rod was still making because he's a 10 out of 10 dad yeah. and Dee Dee frequently took Gypsy to the local university hospital and the children's hospital of New Orleans they saw a variety of different doctors and Dee Dee had a different medical history for Gypsy depending on what she wanted done to the little girl this is so fucking ridiculous it's bonkers it's so boring. because she still went around telling everyone that Gypsy had muscular dystrophy. She was tested for it again while they were living yeah. in Slidell. Gypsy underwent a muscle biopsy, which came back negative. negative. I did not know how a muscle biopsy was performed, so I looked it up. Did you poke your muscle with a needle and then see how much blood comes out? Kind of, yeah. So mm. the procedure involves removing a small piece of muscle tissue for examination. You are awake while this is performed, and depending on whether mm. a needle or an incision is used, local anaesthetic may or may not be applied. Mm-hmm. Either way, it sounds fucking unpleasant. <laughs> and Dee Dee was not above subjecting her daughter to these tests for absolutely no reason. Yeah, she'll be absolutely fine with it. She was like, yeah, this is fine. You like, oh, you're this. in pain? That's a genuine reaction. We'll use that. Yeah. Oh, she will. Probably. So Gypsy began to have problems with her teeth due to being on the anti-seizure medication. Yeah. Yeah. It, so, it will wreck you if you take stuff yeah. you're supposed to. So Dee Dee was forcing quite a lot of pills down her daughter's throat every day, and some of them had rather unpleasant side effects. It can ruin your pipes as well. Yeah. So the anti-seizure medication affected Gypsy's teeth, and this, mm. coupled with the malnutrition inflicted on her, meant that they began to crumble and rot away. Oh, no. Rather than admitting that she was barely feeding her daughter... 
Didi said that this was because Gypsy was severely allergic to sugar. Rather than getting her daughter the treatment that she needed so for So sick of this. <laughs> Did she take her to a dentist? But it's just like a sugar In allergy doesn't make your teeth rot quicker. No, it makes you want a sodi. <laughs> To cancel out the show, for God's sake. <laughs> but seriously, there's hospitals no, everywhere. No, but it's just, I think do. she obviously had enough Why? medical knowledge to know that sugar is bad for your teeth. And, and just clearly thought, stopped. if you're allergic to sugar, it's just worse for your teeth. Like, what no, bitch. Stupid fool. Anyway, so this is what she told doctors. So rather than getting her daughter the treatment that she needed for her teeth, mm-hmm. Dee Dee let them deteriorate because it added to how much Gypsy looked ill. Yeah, no, but that's so... Full of risk of infection. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's making my teeth cringe thinking about it. Eventually, Gypsy's teeth were all removed. You know what? That's good because they're no longer like further damaging the. Yeah, but she's like a little kid and she's got her fucking teeth. Yeah, I know, but at least she's got like icky teeth out of her face. This fucking woman. Oh my god, it just makes me so fucking mad. So, in addition to this, Dee Dee also made sure that Gypsy had her salivary glands removed. Oh yeah! No, that's so, bad. You need no, those. Yeah, well, Ooh. apparently not. How did she not. even get that done? I will tell you. Remove the glands, please. <laughs> like it's fuck not off. a fucking restaurant. I would like this pizza <laughs> with no mushrooms. I would like my daughter with no glands and one lava cake. <laughs> this fucking woman, like I what know we're making jokes, but it's not funny. It's just so unbelievable. Not at all. Like, how did she so even think of that? Bizarre. That's she just literally thing. was just thinking. What can I do to my fucking kid? So well, that will make her like constantly draw because there's nothing there to stop the it. Opposite. Or so it the opposite. So I will get into this. Yeah. So let's talk about this. So this is not the kind of operation that people normally have. And it's mm. usually only performed on people who cannot control how much they, jewel, they drool or whether they swallow. Mm. So before all of Gypsy's frequent trips to the doctors and hospitals, Dee Dee would apply a numbing cream to Gypsy's mouth, which meant that she drooled a lot in front of oh, doctors. Oh, right. So this not only made it look as though Gypsy was mentally slower, which is something she wanted people to believe, yeah. but it also gave her a new problem that she had to take care Great. of. Doctors started by treating Gypsy's gums with Botox injections. And I cannot imagine how painful it would be to have Botox injected into your gums. Because, I mean, I know people who have had Botox injected into, like, their face in different places. And apparently it fucking hurts. So to, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, a couple of a couple of people I work with have had like Botox in like their foreheads and stuff, Ooh. and apparently it's really fucking painful. And oh. to have it injected into your gums—that's something else. It's like that's another Jesus. level of pain. Not to put people off that maybe going to the dentist for their own procedures. No, I mean I've been to the dentist for regular things, but I've never had Botox injected into my. I know, but I mean gums. like with any kind of. So I mean, either. the thing is, this didn't work because no. clearly, Dee Dee was just putting all that numbing cream and shit on so that she'd just dribble mm-hmm. a lot. So up. Gypsy underwent. Probably, like, the most likely extremely painful experience of having her salivary glands removed entirely. So, Dee Dee also managed to convince doctors to insert a feeding tube into her daughter. Again, this was a procedure where I kind of knew the ins and outs of how it worked, but I didn't know the exact process, so I looked it up. Because if I'm going to talk about this, I want to know exactly what she went through, so then Mm -hmm. I can talk about it. Yeah, of course. Um... Because, yeah, if if I'm going to do a podcast on something, I better know what the fuck I'm talking about. It sounds just as traumatic as I imagined it to be. Mm -hmm. So the first thing that needs to be performed is an endoscopy, which is... I I know what an endoscopy is. So that's where a small camera on a long tube is inserted down your throat all the way into your stomach. Oh, I had that. Yeah. Did you actually? Yeah, when I was, like, 11, they shoved a camera there and they took a sample 
uh, bit of a sample on my liver. That sounds fucking awful. It was well, weird. That's what she I felt had. like a scratch on the inside of my organ. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh my god, that's But weird. because I was shocked, I also wasn't allowed to move. Yeah, I so guess. So I had to stay still and feel this, like... Oh, that's weird. In me. Oh, that's weird. And the doctor was like, yeah, I can see it moving up a little and whatever. But it was really strange. Well, that's what Gypsy had. So okay. she had an endoscopy. Yeah. So the reason that they had it is because the doctor needs to be able to see inside your stomach. Mm-hmm. So once the doctor can see inside the stomach, they slice through your abdominal wall, yep. through to your stomach, yep. where the camera is, and they insert a hollow feeding tube. Oh. The tube with the camera on it is then removed by being pulled back slowly through your mouth. Yeah, very slowly. <laughs> a local anesthetic is used when the incision is made in the abdomen, mm-hmm. but you're still awake. Yeah. And the fucking healing process must mm-hmm. be terrible because you have a hole... Yeah. Going from your outside to your inside. Yeah. All the way through. So in addition to this, mm-hmm. as if that wasn't bad enough, a yeah. feeding tube needs to be changed at least every six months. Oh, no. This... No, 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 no. This irresponsible fucking didn't change it, didn't she? No, 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 she did. No, I bet she didn't. No, listen. No. So, no, it wasn't up to Dee Dee to change it. She had Stressed. to go to the hospital and get it I don't changed. trust this woman. <laughs> <laughs> no, neither do I. No. Neither should you. Nobody should trust this woman. Good. <laughs> so... The thing is, this is an outpatient procedure, oh, which okay. means that Gypsy okay. would just have to go and get this done without any anesthetic, just in and out the same day. Uh, so Gypsy's actually spoken about this in an interview with HBO. So she's said oh herself gosh. very candidly just what it was like, because she yeah. had to get it done multiple times a year. It's something that happened quite frequently. Mm. And she said that the nurses there do it all the time. They just sort of whip it out and stick a new one in. Oh, Unsurprisingly, it hurts a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what um, would imagine? So Gypsy said that her mother would basically pull... Like, just put whatever she wanted in that fucking tube. So all the medications, whatever, just in the tube. <laughs> I always imagined he, like, crisps. <laughs> I was like, just like... What? <laughs> whatever she wanted. I was like, no, 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 no. She didn't just put burgers in there. <laughs> like, like, she can't works. have done that. She must have, like, mushed them up or something. No, no, but, no, no. So yeah. with a feeding tube, so. you don't put, like, food in there. <laughs> I know. I was like, that's a hazard. Do you know? <laughs> Do you? Does she know? I feel like you shouldn't put feeding tubes in children that don't need them. Oh, yeah. And here we are, talking Jesus about it. Christ. Oh, my God. I'm speaking my truth. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's sipping. Dee <laughs> Dee Blanchard is a massive cunt. Yes. Gypsy has had horrible things done to her. Yes. And you don't put burgers in feeding tubes. Yeah, absolutely. So, all those things are true. Great conclusion. I think so. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. See you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> um, no, but in all seriousness, um, it was fucking horrific. Mm-hmm. Um... She would administer any medication she wanted through the tube. Yeah. So whatever pills she wanted to put in a daughter, just in the tube. At least a dozen. <laughs> yep, so like she just like, pops me like Smarties, no. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but in addition to that, there is a... Oh, what's it fucking called? I forgot to write it down. There's basically, like... I think I read that it comes in like a tin or a can or a little container of some kind. It's a... Is it Petty Shawl? Oh, fuck, I can't remember. It's a um, it's a food supplement that goes in feeding tubes to feed sick oh, people. like the actual stuff that should yeah, go in. Yeah, yeah, like the actual stuff yeah. that should go in. And basically, Gypsy lived off that, but she had, like, the child version. Okay. Even when she was, like, in her 20s. Yeah. So she was, like, a grown-ass that. woman. Mm-hmm. And this fucking, like, horrible woman yeah. was just, like, giving her child feeding tube tins. 
That's like us having Calpol instead of Vino's. That's not the same thing at all. No, it is. No, 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 stop, because... An adult thing is not going to treat anything... No, but I just mean instead of food. Yeah, it's it's awful. It's not comparable at all. Okay. But basically, that's just... It's insane how extreme this woman's willing to go. yeah. Just so then she can, you know, get pats on the back for being a great parent. But the stuff that Gypsy missed out on. Yeah, everything. (laughs) Everything. Literally everything. She, like, missed out on everything, but also had, like, extra horribleness. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, all the time. Yeah, and none of it was necessary. None of it. And it's... But Mum's a little weirdo. So, it seems as though the older that Gypsy was getting, Mm -hmm. and usually... As a child gets older, the more independent they become. Yeah. It seems the reverse is happening here. So mm. as Gypsy Rose is getting older, yeah. Dee Dee is taking more and more of her autonomy away. Right. She's even removing the natural autonomy that a body goes through by itself. Yeah, true. So in 2005, Hurricane Katrina absolutely fucking devastated the area oh, where they yeah. lived. Didn't they that get absolutely fucking ruined happened. by it? So they were set up yeah. in a shelter in Covington, which was dedicated for individuals with special needs. Yeah. Obviously, Gypsy did not have any fucking special needs and was in fact a secret victim of long-term child abuse. Mm-hmm. The fact that such a massive natural disaster had occurred and countless lives had been lost and Dee Dee thought it was perfectly fucking acceptable to take up space in a shelter specifically allocated for people with disabilities during this time is something that makes my blood boil. There were genuinely vulnerable people who needed that space and she took her ass in there Mm -hmm. and was like, yep, I belong here. Fucking hate this woman so much. Everything that this woman does is for herself, even Mm -hmm. at the cost of other people. Especially, it seems, if it comes at a cost to other people. Conveniently, Dee Dee claimed that all of Gypsy's medical records had been destroyed in the flooding caused by Hurricane Katrina. It's irritating because that's plausible. Yeah. You think, you know what? A whole hurricane I mean, Maybe it did all get destroyed, mm-hmm. but I just hate that she used it. Yeah, exactly. That's what pisses me So off. this not only included all of Gypsy's medical history, but also her birth certificate. Oh, this would make it much easier sad. for Dee Dee to change Gypsy's age later mm, on, depending on the situation. Yeah. So one of the doctors at the shelter felt so sorry for them that that he suggested that they relocate to Missouri, which is where the doctor was from. Mm. At this stage, an airlift was arranged to take them to Missouri. Wow. And they got in a fucking airlift. I And it's like, I'm kind of like wowed by that, but also I and remember it's, it's who this woman that is. It's amazing that that doctor organized that. That's but incredible like, that he was able to do that. But, but it's but like, Dee Dee Bloodshot, you fucking She fuck. was undeserved of that. So after the pair moved to Missouri, things got a lot bigger. So, Dee Dee and Gypsy began to get lots of media attention ah, okay. as a result of Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. So, it was a story about a single mother and her severely disabled daughter being made homeless by a hurricane. It's mm. something that a lot of people were interested in. Where's Robin So, is? you what? <laughs> <laughs> you what? <laughs> Sorry. My yeah, mind what? came out. <laughs> it really fucking did. I was like, <laughs> like bitch, you're on mic. <laughs> so, where's Rod? He's chilling. Does... Does he watch TV? Is he going to be seeing any kind of, of So we'll get into it. We'll get I, into it. I'm concerned I, I do about circle, him. I circle back to it. He's fine. I know, but I mean, like, if he's worried about his child being, you know, swept up in the <laughs> Yeah. Whatever the fuck we'll, this We'll get back to Rod. Is. He's still going. He's yeah, fine. Yeah, but he's a good dad. He's a good dad, but we will come back to Rod. Okay. Don't you worry about that. Okay. I have not forgotten him. Thank so... You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> 
So charities and foundations all over the place pitched in to help out, with the Olay Foundation, which is an organisation advocating for people with feeding tubes, named Gypsy the 2007 Child of the Year. <laughs> this is a feather in that woman's cap, and I, I hate it. Hate I want to burn that woman's hat. I just, I mean, the thing is, the thing is, I feel like Gypsy deserves to be Child of the Year 2007, because oh, she, she went does. through so fucking Yeah, much. she went through a hell of a lot. And she, you know, she had that fucking feeding tube. She did, she and still she had, had to, to deal with that it. fucking feeding tube. She just yeah. didn't need it. Yeah. But it's like, she still had to deal with all the shit. And she probably didn't know she didn't need it. Oh, she had no fucking idea. Exactly. She had no idea that she didn't need it. But her mom is a dick. She knew that she could walk, but yeah. she thought that she shouldn't. Like, she thought that it was bad for her to try because the doctors were like, have this wheelchair, apparently. They weren't. And then so was her mom. Exactly. Um, The following year, in 2008, Habitat for Humanity heard about the story. The community pitched in and built Dee Dee and Gypsy a house. Oh, was that the one with the wheelchair? A whole entire house. Yep. So the house was painted pink. Oh, that's Had a wheelchair ramp. And yeah. a hot tub. That's adorable. The hot tub was supposedly to help Gypsy with her muscular problems, although I'm sure that Dee Dee got the most use out of it. Oh, yeah, probs. Fucking disgusting. Should have drowned. So, so when the pair needed to travel for medical appointments, they would take advantage of staying in Ronald McDonald Charity Houses they for free. They also received free flights to see doctors at Children's oh. Mercy Hospital in Kansas. Oh. The Make-A-Wish Foundation also what? contributed to getting Dee Dee and Gypsy passes for backstage music concerts. Oh, my God. And they enjoyed free trips to Disney World. Oh, I bet that's it. And in it. all of them, yeah. Dee Dee is having hundreds of pictures, like, gripped on tight. Yeah, I've to seen those. fucking kid. It's so creepy. And it's like, you creepy bitch. Yeah. So all of this was clearly not enough, however, as no. Dee Dee upped the ante even further. Mm-hmm. She decided to pretend that Gypsy had cancer. Oh, for God's sake. Specifically, Dee Dee began to tell people that Gypsy had leukemia, which, for those people that don't know, is blood cancer. It's fucking awful. Mm-hmm. And to make this ruse work even more, she began to shave Gypsy's head. Mm-hmm. There is a picture of a 17-year-old Gypsy bathing in the sink. Aww. It's one of the on one of the evenings when Dee Dee shaved her head. Oh it's not unusual to see family photos of toddlers taking a bath in the kitchen sink. Yeah. But seeing a very malnourished older teenager happily sat in the sink smiling away is quite alarming. That's tragic. So Dee Dee told Gypsy that the cancer medication would make her hair fall out, so it was better to shave it off anyway so it didn't look patchy. Oh my god. Gypsy believed oh. her and she really believed she had cancer. I mean I can understand her believing her. Yeah. Like don't yeah i don't blame her for that yeah it's fucked it's fucked so it's in a possible attempt to make it harder for her family to find her Dee Dee changed her name slightly she changed the spelling of claudine and blanchard she added some extra letters in because she's special although her ex-husband rod knew where she was in order to send the child support payments he continued to pay even after gypsy turned 18 as he believed that his daughter needed the full-time care so even after she she was an adult, he was like, my kid yeah. still needs me. I'm still going to pay. Oh. And it's like, this fucking man he did, did everything. Most. He did everything he, never he could think of. He never gave up. No. He would talk to Gypsy frequently on the phone. He called her all the time. Oh, In an interview with that? HBO, he recalled one particular phone call on her 18th birthday. Yeah. Dee Dee picked up the phone first and instructed Rod that he was not to tell Gypsy that she was 18. Oh, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, so means. she insisted that his daughter believed that she was 14 and it would upset her to know that she was older. Wow. So Rod, believing that his daughter was struggling with learning disabi- disabilities, did not want mm-hmm. to stress Gypsy out and didn't mention her age in the phone call. 
So Rod often wanted to come and visit, but Dee Dee would always have an excuse prepared as to why the plans would fall through. So it would be like, oh, we yeah. have to go to hospital. Oh, we have a free Disney trip. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You can't come over. Yeah, you're and not invited to Disney with us. Yeah, exactly. Parent of the child. Yeah, and it's like, he never went to Disney World. He should have done. He should have. He's a good dad. He's a good dad. So he knew that his daughter was getting frequent medical treatment, but Dee Dee never informed him of all the charity work that was being done on their behalf. That's really good. Yeah, so he, so she never told him about all the charity attention and shit because mm-hmm. I think she knew that if he found out about that, he might be like, hmm. And the focus would have been shifted off her. Exactly. You know, so she clearly, and it's not just that as well, but if she's getting mm. all this charity help, yeah. he might have stopped paying child support. Yeah. I don't think he would Or he have. could have said how old she was. And be this like, is what I mean. Like, I clearly, I think that based on what I know about him, no matter how much money she was getting from charities, I think he still would have kept paying for his daughter. Oh, definitely. But the fact that Dee Dee was like, I don't think you would. That says a lot about her. It does. In my it's opinion. Very so Gypsy would often behave in a very childlike way because it was the kind of behaviour that her mother encouraged and praised. Mm. So she often spoke in a really high-pitched voice and she was like really cute and stuff because that's what her mum wanted her to do because it made her look younger. Mm. And she wanted Gypsy to behave as though she had the mentality of a seven-year-old. Like a little infant. Yeah. yeah. So anything else would be punished. Before I get into the punishments that Gypsy would receive from Dee Dee, I just want to highlight something related. Okay. So around this time, she started documenting everything on home video. She was absolutely loving the attention they both got from charity organizations and even sometimes TV appearances. It was easier for Dee Dee to market them and gain attention if everything was documented, as people loved seeing the day-to-day life of Gypsy Rose. Mm. It was easier for the public to fall in love with the girl, bound in the wheelchair with the thick glasses on her face, oxygen tank perpetually attached, but despite all this, always smiling. Yeah. Behind-the-scenes footage, so... Um, behind-the-scenes footage on the internet made Gypsy famous in the local community. And it also provided a window into their life together. Mm -hmm. And all of these videos, Gypsy seemed genuinely happy to spend time with her mother. And it also shows how much Dee Dee was constantly close to Gypsy, like physically. So the furthest that she would seem to be would be somewhere in the same room. Oh, that gives me... So if you just made a face, like... A really (laughs) icky grimace. You know, in the case of Susan Cox Powell. Yeah... Her and Josh are living a, a his oh, and parents' house. Oh, there's like the curtain and up, Steve's and that's always there. And, and like he's that always there in that yeah, in between like curtain, the living room. He's always watching. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, me but like that. the furthest that Dee Dee would be from Gypsy would be like somewhere in the room. Yeah. That would be the furthest away. Yeah, is that um, yeah at all? So, very controlling. Yeah, so she would always be filming her daughter, touching her, holding her hand. Mm. In public appearances and interviews, Dee Dee would always have a tight grasp of her daughter's hand. So to some people, this might look supportive. It's like, oh, she's holding her hand, she's here for her. Mm. However, to those that know better, this was a method for Dee Dee to exert control over her daughter in public without using words. You can actually see in a lot of interviews, Dee Dee squeezed Gypsy's hand tighter at certain points. Gypsy has later revealed that this was when Dee Dee thought that Gypsy might let something slip, or if Gypsy said something that sounded a little bit too smart for someone with her supposed mental disabilities. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, so it was a subtle threatening reminder for her to be careful. Yeah. This method of control is particularly sinister because it's hidden in plain sight. Everybody could yes. see it, but nobody knew. Yeah. Now to get back to punishments. Okey-dokey. If Gypsy Rose would say something that was a little bit too close to the truth, or if Dee Dee felt as though her lies were being threatened in any way, she would whip Gypsy across the back of her hands with a wire coat hanger. Ooh. 
Considering she was already withholding food and friends from the young girl, it must have been terrifying to even think about going against her mother's wishes. Just want to say, a yeah. side note, a side effect of one of the medications I was on yeah. growing up, it really thinned out my skin. Ooh. So this girl is very malnourished. Yeah. On medication she shouldn't have. Her yeah. skin is going to be really frail. Yeah, probably. And get, like, whipped with wire. Yeah. Nah. Nah, No. Good. So, Dee Dee might have been able to pull the wool over the eyes of most of the medical professionals in their lives, but there Mm -hmm. was one person who didn't quite believe everything she said. In 2007, the pair visited a pediatric neurologist named Bernardo... What's his fucking name? Flasterstein. Yeah. In Springfield, Missouri. Mm. So, the medical records from this visit show that he was suspicious. He even Mm. made in his notes, quote, the mother is not a good historian, end quote. This implies that um, when she was telling the doctor about Gypsy's illnesses, she might have been inconsistent. Yes. Um. He also makes notes about how despite the fact that Gypsy was supposedly suffering from muscular dystrophy, certain muscle groups worked better than he was expecting them to. So he had Gypsy stand up by herself, and he recorded that she could actually hold her own weight. This surprised him, as most people with this advanced stage of muscular dystrophy cannot do so. He ordered tests, including blood tests and MRIs, and while he was waiting for the test to be completed, he actually tracked down one of their New Orleans doctors that had previously seen them. This was the doctor that completed the muscle biopsy we talked about earlier, which came back negative. Dr. Flasterstein then discovered that once Dee Dee had heard the result of this, she simply stopped going to see this particular doctor. Yeah, okay. The test that Dr. Flasterstein ordered all came back perfectly normal as well. He told Dee Dee that he didn't see any reason why Gypsy could not walk by herself. He actually wrote in his file, quote, Analyzing all the facts, and after talking to her previous pediatrician, there is a strong possibility of Munchausen by proxy, with maybe some underlying unknown etymology to explain her symptoms further, end quote. Wow. So he hit the nail on the head. He hit the nail on the fucking head. So a copy of these records was also given to Dee Dee for her to read. Dr. Flasterstein told BuzzFeed that on the way out of the office, Dee Dee actually remarked to some of the nurses there that the doctor just didn't know what he was talking about. (laughs) After this visit, she never came back. I'm not surprised. So Dr. Flasterstein, for some reason, decided not to do anything with this information. He never reported it to social services or to anyone Mm. else. The file just sat there. He told BuzzFeed later that in the network of doctors that lived in the area, everybody handled them with special treatment, and he felt as though if he mentioned anything, he would be ignored. Mm. The thing is, I don't think that that excuses his silence. No, I, I get, you know, peer pressure, but you still peer don't... Peer pressure's a real thing, you don't but give like, if it. you're a fucking doctor... Yeah, I know, this is what I'm about like, to say. When you're up that scale, it's not worth yeah. the risk. Like, that's somebody's life. Your reputation shouldn't be priority over that exactly it's what you're there for it's like you took an oath dude yeah so another close call for Dee Dee came two years later in 2009 Mm -hmm. the police received an anonymous call somebody was worried about Gypsy and was concerned that she was being mistreated in her home and that Dee Dee was making up her disabilities the police actually did go to the house but as had happened so many times before Dee Dee managed to convince people that everything she said was completely true she told the police a story about the inconsistent birth dates and the name change and all that stuff was to hide from her abusive ex-husband. They completely believed that Gypsy suffered from a mental handicap, which is exactly what they wrote in the report, and they didn't bother to check in with Dee Dee's ex-husband either, who of course would have told them he wasn't abusive at all and they weren't even hiding from him. This he knew where they were. Sweet Rod, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. 
So she was like, oh yeah, um, I'm doing all this dodgy shit about changing my name to hide from this guy who's never missed a child support payment. Yeah. And it's like, you fucking suck. <laughs> so, <laughs> that is absolutely it. So <laughs> Gypsy, the words was, out of my mouth. Gypsy was only allowed on the internet under her mother's supervision. Because this is like 2009 now. So yeah. like, technology Early is MySpace creeping up, days. you know? Yeah. Oh, this is like after Mobile MySpace. Films. Oh, yeah. 2009. Yeah, 2009. Um, this mm. is like Facebook era. Mm. So Dee Dee was desperate to keep all Exciting. of Gypsy's social interactions under control to minimize the chances of her spilling the beans to anyone. Mm. However, despite this, Gypsy managed to get online and have relationships with people her mother didn't know about. Mm. She had a Facebook account under the name Emma Rose, which Dee Dee was unaware of, oh. and she had online friends too. In 2011, she in, like she it. and Dee Dee went to a sci-fi convention called VisionCon. And unbeknownst to Dee Dee, Gypsy had a plan. Ooh. We don't know the man's name, but Gypsy had befriended a 35-year-old man who was also visiting VisionCon. No. Gypsy was able to sneak off to this man's hotel room with him and finally what? getting out of reach of her mother's control, controlling grasp for the first time in her life. My gosh. The thing is, Dee Dee found him. Uh, Gypsy oh, was no. very oh, noticeable. No, 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 no. She was really noticeable and she <laughs> well, was able yeah, to find course. out from other attendees of the con where she'd gone. Oh, she shit. knocked on the door of the hotel room and busted in there like, please looking for drugs. And she oh, came bitch. prepared. Yeah. She walked up to the man and brandished papers in his face, showing that Gypsy was underage. Which is not true. She wasn't underage. No. She was perfectly... It's irritating, like, though, because... Yeah. So, I mean, first of all, first of all, who walks around with prepared paperwork showing yeah. the age of your... The, the false age of your child? Exactly. Just in case you have to keep her away from people. Who's Secondly, to to a obviously these papers were fake. We know that Gypsy was born in 1991, making her yeah. 20 years old at the time. Mm-hmm. And we know that Dee Dee frequently told people she was between four and five younger than she actually was. Yeah. So Dee Dee took Gypsy back to their own room and she had a whole new punishment awaiting her for this. I just want to ask for the sake of argument. Yeah. Did, uh, Gypsy Rose is the young lady. How old did she say she was online to this guy? I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. I mean, she didn't know how old she was. I know. That's the sad thing. I like, think she, even it he wasn't didn't like she didn't even think, like, I need to tell this guy how old I am. Oh, no. It, I don't, I don't even think it was a sexual thing. I think it no. was just an escape thing. Oh, that's yeah. even more sad. She can't even have a friend to exactly. just Exactly. Because I think to. at this point, it was just, like, someone to talk to. Because when you're with someone your own age, just trying yeah. to do them, Because we do really get nice. into Gypsy's sexual relationship with someone mm. else and it does seem as though that's the first one mm-hmm. this with the guy i think it was just like it's i like want to escape yeah yeah um so Didi was fucking furious her caged animal had tried to free itself and yeah. she couldn't bear gypsy having any kind of independent thought let alone try and actually escape her gypsy told an interviewer with with 2020 mm. how she got chained to the bed back at home and she was kept there for two whole weeks she was barely fed anything except medication, and she was hit with the coat hanger repeatedly. Gypsy said that her mother told Gypsy that she had filed official paperwork with the police to say that Gypsy was mentally incompetent. So if she ever did escape and go to the police, they would never believe her and bring her straight back home. Dee Dee also smashed up the computer with a large hammer. That's disgusting. Yeah. Every part of that is disgusting. Every part is disgusting. I know, disgusting. just after the hammer with the computer bit, that's an afterthought. The whole chaining to a bed thing is fucking vile. Everything that this woman is doing is It's just even worse because this woman feels no shame whatsoever. None. No That's shame. That's yep. She's like, this is fine. Like, this is absolutely okay to chain my child to the bed. Yep. The thing is... Grim. Smashing up a computer doesn't get rid of a Facebook account. It does not. <laughs> and nor does it stifle human curiosity. What a silly bitch. So, Gypsy was, 
I flipped to my house. I feel like the title of this episode should be like Munchausen by Proxy, the story of a silly bitch. Yes. <laughs> so Gypsy was able to get back into her Facebook after Dee Dee bought a new computer. Hell yeah. She probably couldn't keep off the internet herself. How was she supposed to go on a sympathy for her severely disabled and terminally ill daughter without posting about it online? Yeah, she constantly. probably Googled herself as well. But Gypsy used this to her advantage and logged into her secret Facebook account. She also joined a Christian dating website. Aww. And this is where she met Nicholas Godijan. So they met in 2014, and Nicholas was 24 years old. Yeah. Gypsy was only a year younger than, or mm. a, she was only a year younger than him. Although she thought she was six years younger than him. Oh, bless her! So the two oh. got close quickly. Their online chats becoming hot and heavy. Mm-hmm. So reading some of the things they put on Facebook now seems super cringy. But they were also <laughs> both very inexperienced, oh. and this must have been very exciting for them both. The thing is, when you talk like cringy with someone, it's there's an element of cuteness to it. Yeah, you but this is like no idea what you're doing, cringy. and you're like, so, oh cringy, wait, cringy. I'm gonna get into this. Blah. Like, I'm gonna get into even this. even if it's like weedy cringy. It's like, oh, it's like bless you both. It's so cringy. You look so, back on this and cringy. <laughs> so Nicholas is autistic and probably didn't have a lot of experience with women at this point himself. Okay. Nicholas claimed to have multiple personality disorder. Ooh, He's definitely one of those people that post on TikTok pretending to have systems of personalities, which are basically just different anime <sighs> characters. He he no, did that. He did that. But obviously, this is before TikTok. Systems. But yeah. this is like. He posted online about all his different personalities and stuff. I have personality traits, but I've named them. Yeah, know, so basically, names, like, therefore, I'm like twenty yeah, people. So in the like, head. Yeah, so like, yeah, so like, I feel things. Good therefore, God. I am a snowflake with multiple personality disorder. Yeah. It's like, no, dude, you just have emotions. Stop trying to invent new mental disorders. So basically, just different anime characters. Just fucking cosplay. It's much easier. Yeah. So Gypsy made up some personalities to match his, and they did lots of cringy online role plays. <laughs> the thing is, <laughs> Nicholas did not have a completely innocent history. He'd Uh-oh. actually been arrested once before. Ooh. This is time for multiple choice what was nicholas arrested for stealing cosplay wigs no 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 no. i have a thing i've I've done a thing i've done that game you've done a thing so a he set fireworks off inside a taco bell (gasps) b dangerous he was found in possession of three illegal handguns in a pizza hut (laughs) c (laughs) c he kicked a police officer in a chucky cheese (laughs) or d he watched porn and masturbated in a mcdonald's for nine hours do you think when he kicked the police officer, he made him chuck his cheese? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I really wanted to interrupt you and say that. But so, so, <laughs> so it was the A, B, C, or D. I kind of like the firearms in a Pizza Hut one. It's kind of fun. It's like you open a box and there's a gun. Like, was he working you out? You open a pizza box and there's a gun. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So fireworks in a Taco Bell, yeah. three illegal handguns in a Pete's hut, kicking a police officer in a Chuck E. Cheese, or one kid in a McDonald's for nine hours. <laughs> so, for nine hours? It shouldn't take you nine hours, damn it. Me. It's uh, logistics I'm not going to get into. <laughs> <laughs> but so fucking help me, God. I'm going to go with the pizza guns and the firearms. The answer is D. No! <laughs> what takes you what nine hours, bike? <laughs> On the audio file, when so few said no, there's just like a block. It of is a sound. block of screaming. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say sorry for anyone listening to this on headphones. Yeah, please like, don't. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, he was arrested when he was 23 for watching porn and masturbating in a McDonald's. That's and I've gross. seen somewhere that it was for nine hours. I'm sorry, but that's so what? That's the so interesting gross. thing is, I did a really cool thing. All of these what? options are actual things that people have been arrested for. Florida man. I looked up, yeah, so I looked up. Three of them are Florida man. I don't think any of them are Florida, actually. No, they are. <laughs> one of them was this guy. <laughs> 
exactly. I looked up different crimes that have happened inside fast food restaurants. That's amazing. To just think for multiple choices. Yeah. You did I, great. I'm, I'm quite proud I of love myself. that. I thought it was quite funny. I like so, the pizza guns. This is why I like... Like, people say that true crime and comedy don't go together. Yeah. But I think sometimes they do. You get the like, ratio. Like, I'm not making fun right. of any victim. Yeah. I'm no. not making fun of Gypsy. But, like, this particular thing, yeah. I can make fun of this and it's fine. It's a and it's fucking funny. Choice. And if someone's yeah. offended for it, then I don't think they're going to like me as a person. Oh, no. So, anyway, these two got closer and closer emotionally. Mm-hmm. Gypsy initially told Nicholas that she was an alternative model. She eventually <laughs> confessed that she was actually wheelchair-bound. She complained Aww. frequently of the way that Dee Dee treated her and she felt safe talking to the young man on the other side of a computer screen who gave her so much sympathy. Not sympathy for being disabled or mentally ill mm-hmm. like lots of other people did, yeah. but sympathy because of her living situation was difficult. I don't give because her she hug. was trapped. Because yeah. she was being abused. Mm-hmm. Gypsy confided in a neighbour girl her own age that she had a secret online boyfriend and asked her questions about kissing and sex. I know. I know. Sorry for. Oh my god. You know when you hear about someone. I mean, you already have a younger sister, but I don't have a younger sibling, so when I hear about someone and they're like tiny, I'm like, you are now my sibling, brother or sister, and like put you in my pocket, and I'm gonna look after you forever. I've the got thing this is, right now. like, this neighbor girl was like a year older That's than so Gypsy, sweet. but Gypsy thought that she, she was much advice. older. Yeah. And I mean, the neighbor also thought that Gypsy was much younger. Yeah, because they've both been yeah. manipulated to so think otherwise. So the two actually met in real life. Yeah. So Gypsy used some of her social security and charity money to get Nicholas to travel to Springfield where they lived. Hell yeah. Her and her mother would go to a movie together and Nicholas would accidentally bump into them Ooh. and they would meet for the first time apparently. Oh. So this happened and Gypsy immediately went with him to a bathroom where they had sex. <laughs> well, that's that. <laughs> it's taken that. nine hours this time. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Sophie. What? So the thing is, Dee Dee didn't like him. However, well, yeah. <laughs> which disappointed Gypsy as she was hoping her mum would immediately love him and approve of their relationship. Dee Dee said that Nicholas was, quote, weird and creepy. <laughs> I mean, which, it kind of I mean, sounds sure like he may he, have been. It feet, sounds like he fucking was. But no I've one seen cares for your opinion, the fucking Dee Dee. Facebook post. He was definitely weird and creepy. Oh, yeah, he's a so weird. feeling spurred on by this meeting but annoyed at her mother, Gypsy mm-hmm. and Nicholas decided on plan B. I see. What plan, plan B, B is <laughs> Dee Dee would have to be killed so that they could be together. Fair enough. In- I mean, no, so bad. <laughs> Yeah, play it back, you're hilarious. Oh, you're like, yep, that sounds about right. <laughs> so in June 2015, the following year, Nicholas arrived in Springfield while Dee Dee and Gypsy were at yet another doctor's appointment. He checked into a nearby motel and waited for an online message from Gypsy to tell him that Dee Dee was asleep. Mm. He approached the pink house built by the community and snuck inside, where Gypsy was waiting for him. Yeah. She gave him a roll of duct tape, a knife and gloves. Gypsy went and sat in the bathroom with her hands over her ears while Nicholas went into the bedroom where Dee Dee was sleeping. Wow. Nicholas stabbed her. Gypsy said to the police that she heard her mother scream once, call her name multiple times, and then go quiet. Ooh. In a move that many people find rather telling, Gypsy Rose and Nicholas had sex on Gypsy's bed immediately after her mother had been murdered. After killing someone with a knife, you'd think that Nicholas would be covered in blood. It would still be I was warm. Say, it would it not smell. be messy and sticky. It would be horrible, but this didn't seem to put off either of them. Gypsy later claimed that she had sex with Nicholas so that he wouldn't rape her mother's corpse. But personally, what? in my bullshit, unqualified opinion that nobody asked for, I'm not sure how much I believe that. Sorry, how did she think of that? Yeah. She just got stabbed. 
It seems that both of them had this notion of a fairy tale romance. Oh, I just want to... I'm just going to interrupt myself for a moment. So I've seen pictures... I've seen crime scene pictures of Gypsy's bedroom. Mm -hmm. And it looks like a bedroom for a six-year-old. It's really creepy. It's really dollhousey, isn't it? It's really dollhousey. It's pink. It's, like, very princessy. And it's, like... I get if you're, like, an adult woman and you like pink things and you like all this stuff, but it's not that Mm -hmm. vibe. No, it's It's not. It's not. It's, like, a child's room. It's fucked up anyway so it seems as though both nicholas and gypsy had this notion that it was like a fairy tale romance so they rescued the trapped princess and lived happily ever after and once the evil villain had been slain that would be the end of their story Mm -hmm. however neither of them seemed to realize the very real life feelings of guilt and shame that probably come after murdering somebody yep gypsy has since compared her life and eventual escape to the disney film tangled in an interview with HBO, she very candidly compares her real escape to the end where Mother Gothel gets pushed out of a window. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. I mean, it was really hard to say that without the laughing. The perception on a lot of but things But she literally just skewed. said it in such a normal way, and I was yeah. like, fucking hell. She has no regret for this. No. No, she won't. So, they posted the knife used to kill Dee Dee to themselves at the motel, along with thousands of dollars in cash stolen from Dee Dee. As in, they put it in an envelope and posted it. They stayed in Springfield and just lived in the motel, chilling, shopping, and seemed pretty happy. Neither of them seemed stressed. This is something that Nicholas's mother and stepfather have commented on since, once Ah. they saw CCTV footage of them both. Yeah. How the fuck did they act so normal? They seemed fine. Yeah. And Gypsy seemed fine after her mother had died in a violent way just hours and days before. Really? She was just very happy about it. So, back to Facebook. Gypsy and Dee Dee had a joint page in addition to the secret one Gypsy had. Gypsy accessed the joint page and posted a status reading, quote, That bitch is dead. Oh. End quote. It sounds like you. What do you mean it sounds like me? Well, you just said that about her. As well. What, that she's a bitch? Yeah. And she's She's dead. a bitch and she's dead. So, alarmed, <laughs> some of Gypsy's neighbours called the police because they were like, what the fuck? Yeah, fair enough. Um, the car owned by Dee Dee was still in the driveway and this car had modifications made for the wheelchair so it wasn't as if they could have gone somewhere in an Uber. Yeah. They needed this car to leave Ooh. and it was still there. Mm-hmm. So, a neighbour climbed in through the window and found Gypsy's wheelchairs were still there. Oh shit, so that looks like she's still there. Because no. Because she's so dependent on them. So, it didn't look like she was, because she clearly wasn't there. So this just freaked people out. Oh, she had been there. Yeah. Yeah. Police went inside and found Dee Dee's body. Mm, So people assumed that Gypsy had been kidnapped. She couldn't get anywhere by herself, as Mm. far as anyone knew, as she couldn't walk, and all her wheelchairs were at the house. She needed lots of medication, which hadn't been taken, so Gypsy's family and the concerned community were beginning to fear the worst. Mm -hmm. There was a candlelit vidget the night... Vidget? (laughs) Fucking hell. There was a candlelight vigil the night after Dee Dee was discovered in memory of her, and 60 people in the community attended. The neighbour that Gypsy confided in told the police about her secret online relationship with Nicholas and showed them the secret Facebook page. So police traced the IP address of the most recent posts and arrested them. So, initially, the community in Springfield was relieved that Gypsy was safe and well, but a police conference cast doubt on the situation. Green County Sheriff Jim Arnott said, quote, things are not always what they appear, Mm -hmm. end quote. Yeah. It was a rather foreboding message, and the truth would be revealed very soon. Yeah. Appearing at a preliminary hearing, Gypsy walked in front of her family for the first time since she was a tiny toddler. Her family were in shock. I was going to say, that must be How just could Gypsy be walking unaided? 
The news began to leak out that she wasn't ill at all, and people wondered if she was in on the scam, if it was a mother and daughter tricking the local community out of money. Mm -hmm. However, as more and more media picked up on the case and the police began to reveal some of what they were discovering, it became clear very quickly that Gypsy Rose was a very long-term victim of historic child abuse. The procedures which changed her body forever shocked relatives and friends, and people who saw Dee Dee as a murder victim now saw her as an abuser. The GoFundMe set up to pay for her funeral was cancelled, and nobody wanted to take care of her remains. Oh, if you think that's funny, it's going to get fucking funny. I do think it's irrespectively So, she was funny. cremated, and her father Claude told HBO very proudly that he flushed his, his daughter's ashes down the toilet. <laughs> he flushed his daughter... Down the toilet. Down the toilet. <laughs> oh my god. Multiple members of the family say that Dee Dee got what she deserved. They probably and they stood around the toilet and applauded. She just went down the fucking toilet. <laughs> what a way to go. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's bizarre watching this interview of her dad saying, Yep, let's just put him down the toilet. And she must have like, yep. been a fucking nightmare when she was alive. Clearly. Like, Absolutely. No, but I mean, like, to literally be around. Like, we wouldn't experience that. No, of course. But they did. But, like, to, yeah. And that man did. And but I think just, like, away even when she was did. a kid, she just seemed to be a massive villain. Yeah, to, like, she was just constant She was disruption. just a massive cunt. All she wanted was, she just wanted everything for herself all Yeah, the she time. just loved, she had a fixation with control that just escalated. Yeah, but, like, everything had to be for her benefit. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. So... Gypsy actually gained 14 pounds while she was in jail. <laughs> Usually people lose weight when they go behind bars, but Gypsy was so malnourished at home that prison yeah. life actually helped her to get healthier. This will, she'll be having regular meals and stuff. Exactly. So once, once her attorney got hold of her medical records, she managed oh to get God. a plea bargain to second degree murder instead of first degree, mm. considering the trauma that she'd been through. Yeah. She was sentenced to 10 years in prison in 2015. Ooh. Nicholas's legal proceedings took much longer because he couldn't accept a bargain because he was facing more severe charges. It took... Every episode you're going to womp womp something. So it took four years for him to go to court and for the trials to be finished and he was eventually sentenced to life in prison in February 2019. Gypsy has said that she feels more free in prison than she ever did in her life before with her mother. The fact that she is in literal prison yeah. and she feels liberated tells you everything you need to know about her entire life before jail. I second that. This case has become one of the most famous cases of Munchausen by proxy syndrome ever, a disorder which is now known as FDIA, which stands for Fictitious Disorder Imposed on Another. Mm, okay. Gypsy is on no medication whatsoever, and apart from wearing glasses to correct a slight lazy eye, she's oh. perfectly healthy. That's good, I'm the, glad. This is only physically, however. Yeah. It isn't known how much psychological damage Dee Dee will have inflicted upon her daughter, and according to some of Gypsy's family members, she exhibits mm-hmm. some of the same tendencies that her mother did. Oh, yeah, her stepmother says mother. that she sometimes catch her lying, like, about small things, and she worries it's a sign of the cycle continuing. Mm-hmm. When BuzzFeed asks Gypsy about the little lies she tells, Gypsy says, quote, I've been raised to do what my mother taught me to do, and those things aren't very good. She taught me to lie, and I don't want to lie. I want to be a good, honest person. End quote. Yeah, fair. Gypsy Rose actually got married earlier this year. She married Ryan Scott Anderson on the 27th of June, and we really don't know much about him. Hopefully he can share more of a stable future with Gypsy Rose than what she's experienced before. Mm-hmm. She's going to be eligible for parole next year. Oh, wow. When she's 32 years old. Oh. And that's the end of the story. About well, Gypsy Rose Blanchard and the murder of Dee Dee Blanchard. That was amazing and full of things I didn't know. 
Excellent. I'm glad you you learned some things. Um, That was really interesting to research. Mm -hmm. That was really interesting. Um, I've had a couple of people tell me that they wanted me to cover this case. Mm. So I hope that they liked my telling of it. And um, yeah, that's all I got. I have decided what I'm going to do next. Let's have a think about it. Have a good think. I will have a good think. Um, as usual, if anyone has any suggestions, mm-hmm. DM me on the gram. We are at Creeps and Crime Storytime. Send me a, an email at Creeps and Crime Storytime at gmail.com. Um, I'm always happy to. Hmm? Us. Us. <laughs> Plural. Sorry. I get carried away. Um, send them to me <laughs> on oh, Instagram. It may be me you end up interacting with. Yeah, Sophie takes care of a lot of our social media stuff. I um, do. I make the feed posts. Yeah, you do like the main. Like posts I do with the, the main slides. posts. Yeah, but Sophie does most of the stories on Instagram. And um, so yeah, if you end up having a random conversation with someone, it's, it's probably Sophie. It'll be me. If it yeah, if it's a little bit chaotic, it stands Sophie. out when you DMs and you're like, you know what? If it's a really is... boring conversation, it's probably me. <laughs> I was gonna say it's not me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's probably me. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you very much, guys. Hope you have a gorgeous day doing whatever you're doing. Have a fun weekend. I hope this has kept you company when you're driving or when you're at work doing spreadsheets or what else do people do when they listen to podcasts? Cook. In the bath. If you're in the bath. Or in the shower. Or whatever. Or if you're reading something or if you're on a gaming console. If you're reading something, you're not going to be listening to a podcast while you're reading, surely. I don't know. Some people are weirder than us. Like, how do they do that? Okay, you're not fucking serious about that. <laughs> you want to try that sentence again? <laughs> anyway, so let's call it. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you very much, guys. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye bye.